Blog Talk Radio. I'm afraid of a lot of things. I'm afraid of the dark, of public speaking, of dying alone, of those awkward greetings where he goes for a handshake and I go for a knuckle bump and I end up looking like an absolute chump. I'm afraid of looking dumb. There's so much to overcome. I'm afraid of being mugged, that I'll never find true love. I'm afraid that my wife will wake up one morning and say she's had enough. And I'll be like one of those bums that you find on the street corner, just asking for some spare quarters. You see... No matter how old I get, I can't seem to loosen the grip of fear from my lips. I used to have a stutter and a lisp. My S's would sound like this. And it was so embarrassing to where even now the remnants of my stutter and lisp play a much bigger emphasis on my life than I care to admit. I can't seem to forget the not-too-silent diss from the kids in middle school saying, Silly Michael, spit it out! Sounding like Porky the Pig with a sponge in his mouth. Soaking up all the S syllables as I would stumble over my words until I would just stop speaking so my stutter wouldn't be heard. And I know that may sound absurd, but I used to think that I was just this little dude whose throat swelled up in interviews for fear that stuttering is not what winners do. I used to tell girls that they could pick some bigger dude who can converse over dinner food without sounding clueless like Mr. Magoo. But one day God said, Michael, in your weakness, my glory will shine through. And I don't really know what happened. It was definitely not from any of my actions. Like a Holy Spirit chemical reaction, my stutter was soon overcome. So this is for the ones who think that no one notices, whose days are filled with hopelessness. I am living proof that you have a purpose. That your testimony goes further than just what is on the surface. Because if God could take David, a little shepherd boy, and make him king with no bloodline of royalty, if he could use Paul, a man who hated the church, to become the leading ambassador of the gospel, if he could Don't count yourself out. Don't sell yourself short when you have the spirit of the Lord. Because there's no one who can break you. No one who can take you. No one who can shake you. Because the one who created you is bigger than all of that. He's bigger than all of your fears. From all of those years and those tears of crying on your pillows. From those years of wanting to be normal. But God doesn't use those who are normal. He uses those who are willing. Willing to be themselves. So be you. The individual. Not the you that you piece together from magazine models or Nicholas Sparks novels. Be you, the uniquely created, special and sacred individual. You, the one with experiences, opinions and beliefs, the things that make you unique. Your scars, share them. Your broken hearts, wear them. Don't let others' critical remarks pierce you in the arms like barbs where they hold you back from being you. Stay true to being you. No matter what others might do, stay true to being you. Because in your weakness, God's glory will shine through to stay true to being you.
Welcome to Say That. I am your host, Melissa Yelverson. This is a Manifest Destiny Radio production, and it is sponsored by BMC. We want to give a shout-out to our online callers. Thank you so much. Uh, as always, your continued support is, is always appreciated. If you would like to participate in tonight's show, that number to call in is 619-924-0845, 619-924-0845, and press 1 if you'd like to say that. Uh, to our callers that are already online and in queue, thank you so much for uh, tuning in again. Um, and those who are listening, if you'd like to participate in the show, you already know, press that one to get on the mic and say that, because you know we love it when you do. Uh, the track that you just heard was from Michael Agnes, and the name of that track was called Fear. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was a uh, pretty dope piece. Um, I've been checking out some some artists out here that are doing the thing. Um, really proud to see uh, young people getting it in. Um, uh, it, it does my heart uh, a lot of good to see that. Um, tonight, tonight we cipher. Um, I'm in need of a little bit of poetry. Uh, I've been dealing with little people uh, for most of the week, so I need <laughs> I need to hear from some folks. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna go ahead and go into the uh, to the callers. Um, I believe I know who this gentleman is. Good evening, Say How are you doing? Good evening, I'm good. Say How are you? Doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm nice good. to be here. I'm glad you you're got here. The, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So what's yeah, going so on? What, uh, what's, I'm <laughs> chilling. I'm chilling. I am actually uh, messing around in the studio tonight. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm in here playing around. In here playing around. So we'll, we'll see what I can uh, what I can mess up or not. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know you got something for the mic. I'ma uh stand back and let you do what you do. All right, okay, cool. Uh uh this piece is uh was inspired by Jinga Willis. It's called Not the Main Thing. So here we go. Over the years I've sought perfection in places one rarely looks. I was caught up in the advertisement, never seeking the substance. Destined to tolerate and not accept was going nowhere fast. I found building love on that would most assuredly would never last. So often we hold on to what is merely an opinion by others. I don't want a shadow lover, hidden until it's time. That makes me a shallow lover. I want center stage, lights, camera action, mental satisfaction, fuck the public's reaction, and the superficial trappings of appearance. All this adherence to what beauty should be, based on what's shown on TV. That was me then. This is me now. 
I met the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, from her scar tissue to the top of her head, which was clean. And we talking bald, shiny bald, no hair at all. And I looked in her eyes. And I was trying to be suave, avoiding her curvaceous figure. How dare she flaunt those 38s, taunt me with her smaller waist, and erase my composure. With hips a little bolder, legs like some sculpture, and she wasn't wearing heels. I didn't have time to focus on her head. I was conversating with the queen. No hair on her head didn't mean a thing. I needed to adjust my mirror if I wanted to get near her. And damn, I was feeling her. Inside, I was cheering her on. Another lady walked by and swung her head side to side. I dismissed her dismiss and carried on with dismiss. This affair with no hair had made me aware there's so much more to a woman. And though vanity is human, I didn't take her lack of mane in vain. She took beauty to a higher plane. Do you feel what I'm saying? It's my piece. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, that. That <laughs> Thank you, Doug. I appreciate that. You got another one? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, this is uh well, so one I like, but it's called the father. So here we go. I paid for the death of my sons and daughters' fetal slaughter. No trampled grass in the yard from a game of catch. No invites to a tea party with plastic guests. What have I done? Could they have been the one who would take me home when I'm aged and all alone, left in the hands of the unknown? I know why I think of the end. Taking life is a sin. Will I dwell in hell while there's still debate on when life begins? I just may have. I may have just murdered the cure for cancer. Hiring a hitman in a white lab coat. I'm no better than a deadbeat dad who just bolts. I walked away from the children I never had. I think about these things. I think and it pains me. It drains my soul. My reflection asks, am I that cold? Selfish reasons. Pre-planned, unprotected nights of affection. The easy way out is just to check away. I play with the future, change the course of history. Now I'm in misery. No delivery, no cigars, just scars. Memories of what could never be, not now. No plot of land where I can look down, no marble to trace, no Bible with a lock of hair, no bronze for a shoe that I can share. No explanations of the right way to treat a lady, treat a man. No, no nothing, and I cry in my hands, I cry in my hands. I loved you from conception. I loved you in your passing. Please, God, forgive me and my children. I'm asking to give the hands that gave you death. That's my piece. Mm. Man, walked away from the children you never had. My God. Ooh. Thank you, Queen. Dope stuff. Dope stuff. Um, let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, you know, Joe Perry, Joe the Broke Mind. That's so you can find me on Facebook, uh, Twitter, but I ain't been okay. on that in a minute. But yeah. Okay, I'm glad I heard you What's say wrong? your last name because 
I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess your last name up. I was so scared to say it. <laughs> well, I'm glad I heard you. Pronounced, too, so. All right. It is pronounced. It's pronounced Perry, but thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. All right. <laughs> thank you. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be coming back around. All right. We'll do. Thanks, Queen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Joe Perry, uh, a.k.a. the Verbal Mind Dancer, uh, doing his thing as he always does. Uh, next caller on the mic. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Say That. 216. Uh-oh. If that's Mama, oh, she didn't want to sleep on me. She probably wants to sleep on me. Now, y'all have to get her. She is accusing me of keeping her up all night with words with friends. But she's been kicking my behind. And when I try to go to sleep, she'll go and play a word. And I'm like, oh, no. So I have to get up and go get her back. So she probably fell asleep on me. Next caller on the mic. Hello. Welcome to Say That. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? FYA in the building. Uh, We should be calling you. I'm sorry? I said nothing much. How you be? Pretty good. Not only are you a spoken word artist, we should be calling you a recording artist um, here soon. Correct? Correct. <laughs> I mean, I've been recording. I've been recording for a minute, but you know, I guess it's just now being recognized. But I appreciate that, you know. Well, no, because it's gonna be, you know, this is big. You're doing videos now. You want to do videos at first, bro? Yeah, yeah, my first video. Yeah, my first video. Yeah, being out there. Yeah, I released that last week. Yes, yes. So, what do you have for us tonight? All right, here we go. No longer able to see through. Rose-colored glasses, I aim to dodge the decapitations of societies that lack love but want to paint the world red. As I soak in thought process, I tread, kicking it with current brain waves of intellect and idiotic ideologies which tweedle and pairs, fiddling off the roof of dome, subtitle, subtitle sing-alongs, world spinning spastically stimulating visions that vary like blades of grass surrounding thoughts deeper than rabbit holes as emotions, potions, changes, size of inner self to walk through doors like portals. See, cash year, cash mirror, smiling conversations branch out on thoughts no racially, no rascally racing rabbits with timepieces, keeping track of time and space as I escape. Reality, I celebrate like every day is my birthday, trying not to go mad as wonder learns 
והכרטיס. Well, that's what's up. Um, so let, let me get a little background. Uh, your motivation, Uh, I was practicing um, renunciation, so like tongue twisters or whatever. And the first thing that came to my mind was rascally racing rabbits. Uh, so only rabbit that I can think of that was always running somewhere was the rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. So that's what it came up. That's what I came up with. So that whole piece is about Alice in Wonderland and me kind of escaping the world in my own way. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, being an artist, you have to always yeah. be ready. Do you have another yeah. piece? Always. always. Your mic. I write pieces <laughs> every day. If not a piece, a verse. A couple verses. All right, here we go. So, uh, this one's called Heavy Load, the one I have a video for. If you haven't seen it, um, check it out on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, called Heavy Load. Subscribe, like. I got some more stuff in the future coming up. But here we go. Remember when I say this, I love you to pieces. I love you from head to toe to the simplest breakdown of the smallest thing. When it comes to your beauty, simply you are gorgeous. And I don't mean that. Uh, Attitude when I say the definition of your your beauty is mean. See, I love the size of your waist and the space that holds your belly button as is. I love how you snort and how your nose scrunches up when you smile deeply. I know that when you're Super sicker, super tired. The only time it happens when you snore and when you drool, you just claim it's a fountain of dreams and you don't snore. It's your lungs making love to the air. I love the size of your hands and your feet. And it doesn't matter if they're painted, chipped, or natural. I will still rub your feet, but there's just one thing that I got to know. What else is in that bag? I mean... You got that everything from napkins to baby bottles, flip-flops to seats, wallets, makeup bags, aka mini cosmetics stores, and nothing more. You got that super nanny Mary Poppins having bag, that Felix the Cat, look what I could pull out my bag having bags, that fantastic creatures where you can find them. I thought there's something living in your bag. That black hole search for something for hours after digging down to your elbows and dumping it out. I know what's in here somewhere having bags, but I'm not saying this to make you feel insecure. This is why I told you that I loved you as stated before. See, I just want to make sure your insides and your inner is secure and on your end you're secure. So that's why I said, remember, I love you to pieces, which I told you, and hope you get some of that weight off your shoulder. That's that piece, Mr. Poet. Yo. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guilty. Like, I have several big, big bags. 
Um, I usually try to prepare for um, every emergency um, I can think of. So in case I'm stranded or whatever, I have everything that I need and I don't have to um, suffer long before I can get to where I need to go. So um, well, I mean, digging with, up- with, <laughs> with you being, uh, you know, a mother, a grandmother, a godmother, a uh, sister, auntie, uh, a woman in general, I'm sure you're kind of, you naturally have that nurturing vibe, but just the fact that you wear so many hats and you have a a layered status of nurturing that you go through on a daily, I'm sure you do have a lot of things in that one little bag <laughs> that's probably stressed and stretched out, but you know, you can always depend on you, right? <laughs> Yes, yes. You just got to wait a couple minutes. You know, beverages. You know, five hours. uh, Hold on. I know. I know. It's in here somewhere. I just put it in here. I I promise you it's in here. Just give me like another five minutes. I'll find it. Oh, my God. Go look at my other purse. It might be my other purse. (laughs) But, yo, having to dump it out is like the ultimate, ah, that's the ultimate frustration. You can't find what you're looking for. So I love the big, big bags that have pockets, um, the, that have other compartments inside. And, and, and things still, still get lost in it because so. you can't remember which pocket you put it in. So that doesn't help. Nice try, though. Nice try. <laughs> that is true. I didn't write that poem for nothing. I didn't write that poem for nothing. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. <laughs> well, like, so you I, have like, upper I, hand. I, I've chopped yeah. that poem so many times on what I could say and what I wanted to really say. That's, that's a, originally a long poem. I got a lot of things. I just, you know, chopped it up. Like, but, yeah. I remember the first time hearing something similar to this. It was some years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot whose show it was on. I forgot who the show was on. What's on your Plus the Yes. Plus the fact. I think when yes. you were still I know Monique, on Black Monique Saturn. Monique likes this. Uh, yeah. Loves that poem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty hot. It's one of her so, favorite poems. Yeah, I remember this. I mean, I'm glad to get you uh, putting the video together and everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got a, proud of you. I got a few, doing big things. few more things that I'm working on, so. Yeah. That's what's up. Get that work. Get that. All right. So we're going to put you back on the couch. Uh, Stick around. We'll be coming back for another couple of rounds of stuff. All right? I will try to. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, S-Y-A. All right. Next on the mic, area code 912, you are live. Am I? Am I live or say that? I can't believe yes. it. Yes. Right. I'm live. Am I live? <laughs> no. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, how you doing? How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing, I'm doing well. No, um, um let me let me let me ask a question. Let me ask a question uh, first before uh, you did uh, not bring Professor Pendulum, did you? 
Well, I brought his little brother. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. How do you want to hit him? You told me yesterday. No, no, no. I can't handle him. I, I can't handle him. <laughs> I, I be gentle. I just oh, you just, because you, you catch me by surprise every time. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mouthpiece from Wolf Hours. Um, they about to have a, a, a battle tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Um, between Written in Pain and King's Cadence. Oh, my God. This is going to be lit. Yes, lit. Gonna be, yeah. That's gonna be lit. So oh and, and he hosts with pretty paws. Shout out to pretty paws. Shout out to Mr. Metaphoria. Smack him some time. You know Yeah. I saw that. But he, <laughs> nah, he's a he's a cool like uh for the longest time I just known I just knew the uh the comedic side. Just like with you, I just knew the, the bars part. So when you came out with Professor Pendulum, I was like <coughs> Oh well and then you know, your conscious pieces are hard, are hard. Love your conscious those are hard. But um I'd be like, Oh, let me I need a fan. <laughs> but no, because I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I cannot. I don't indulge in the erotic because I have an active imagination, and um, I don't. I try not to go there. So I'd be wanting y'all to behave. Okay. All right. So the battle is tomorrow. How many rounds? Three rounds, three minutes around. Only three. Imagine if we had <laughs> now going like five minutes, four five rounds. <laughs> the whole show. We still gotta have time for the callers to call in, you know, and 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 have a little scene. You know, I don't, don't want like I don't I don't I don't oh, want to Okay, do okay. Pig. Well, I gotta, you know, and then they got the card get a little opinion. Also, we have a special poll so they can vote. That way, the voting process and that poll is gonna be up for a whole week. So we're not gonna announce the oh, winner okay. like the next episode. So they're gonna be able to vote. Oh, oh that sucks. We have to wait a whole week. No, because that way it can be a more it can be a more uh uh what's the word I want to use. It can be more accurate, but you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Everybody has time to go to the archives, listen to it, then vote, you know what I mean? That way, you know, it can be, you know, a more okay. accurate picture. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so I know you're about to blow up the mic. Oh, uh, shout out to Forrest Muhammad. Oh, I was over there earlier. Black Gold Radio, they doing the thing. Right. You guys got it going on over there. All right, so. Black Gold. 
right, this, this piece ain't even that Yo. bad. It, 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 it's a little sexy, but it ain't that bad. It's called Seed. Yeah, it's called Seed. Oh, Whenever y'all ready, I'll go into this anyway. Your mic. All right. I want to see your smoke rise. I want to feel the everlasting sting from the bellowing clouds of steam in my eyes. Tears populate my cheeks from your feet. Your missing piece to complete my fantasy. Beads of sweet perspiration dance across the canvas of your skin, cascading down your spine, congregating in the small of your back. I move in for the attack, subtly seducing. The space between your succulent backside and my torso. I lick my lips as I give your ass a slap. Lovely morsel. Mmm. Yeah. My hands introduce themselves to the contours of your waistline. As I find my way to your seat. And insert my mankind from behind. The water from the shower head splashing against our frames makes for a beautiful cadence governing the rhythm of our strokes. Small circles working your middle, leaving your pussy soaked. Slowly I extract my number as. You drop to your knees and begin gently punishing your throat. Tears flood your eyes as mine roll back into my mind where our souls are afloat. An ocean of atmosphere suspended in nothing and everything, simultaneously existing in two realities, defying the laws of physics. And sexuality, you grab my backside, reinforcing my thrust. The way my tip feels between your lips as my pipe ready to butt. And the pressure does just that. Fade black. Mouthpiece is Curtis Black, the gentleman caller, and these are the Wolf Hours. Don't say that. With your chest. <laughs> okay, so you got me. That, that, okay, you got me. So, do you have another piece? Damn. <laughs> yeah, we getting it in tonight. Okay, see now, now see, I'm trying to be good now. Here you go meddling. No, you can be, you can be good. We're just, I'm giving you an opportunity to get two pieces in. Okay. I'm gonna do a real quick one, real quick. It, it ain't that okay. bad. It's not that bad. Oh Lord, 
When they say no, it ain't I, that bad, they lying. I, look, I just chose the next piece on my blog. It, it was it was random. It's called, it's called, it's called sweet tooth. You ready? Your mic. All right. Your chocolate is such a naughty thing. The sweet thickness of my bar sliding into your dream, poking fun into your cream, blurred lines of caramel digging deep. Fictions formed from my thing, like there was producing chemistry, a sticky substance, the nugent dream, waterfalls, tantalizing, creating me, new reality, visions of your Milky Way. My butterfingers got me slipping because causing me to snicker, finger, lick her. How do you figure there is no escaping without your taste? My world is evaporating. Carnation milk gives its body insurance a tangible, creating, created lovemaking. For heaven's sake, you make my being wait. And I said, man, my people, if I will say that, I'm out of here. Look, I'm done. I'm, look, look, I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Know, here. <laughs> okay, so we thank you um, with your nasty self. We appreciate you. <laughs> Everybody check out Wolf Hours tomorrow night. The battle begins tomorrow night on Wolf Hours. Written in pain, King Kaylin. Go check that out. Woo! Y'all better. I'm playing. Be there and be well. I'm out of here. Love y'all. Say that. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> that video that um, SYA made, that shit was all the way off the chain. There wasn't no chain left. The chain was in pieces. <laughs>
Well, uh, come with me on a journey as I search for myself, only to find myself in the scriptures. Flipping through the pages as I flip through the years of my life, discovering all these powerful women and feeling pain, realizing it could have all been presented if someone only knew their name. Well, as I search through the scriptures, I find myself many times a concubine who meets Jesus at the well. Yes, I said concubine. They call her a woman in John 4. Uh, but a concubine, oh, what a clean way to cover up something that is deceptive but really is not. The damage can be found in Judges 19 and 20. Well, as I search through the pages, I find myself many times meeting Jesus at the well. And you say, Sophia, there are no wells nowadays. How do you meet Jesus? I'm glad you asked. Well, my father abandoned me as a small child. Well, I was attacked on the playground. And well, my ex-husband, he abused me and he threw me away. And well, here's a flashback moment. Where a once uh, confusing situation that made me angry now makes me fall out laughing. And see, after my ex-husband, I tried to date. And this is one of the reasons why I'm still single. See, somebody asked me, he said, what's your favorite position? I'm thinking, what kind of pickup line is this? More like a drop-off line to drop off my radar. A position where we ain't playing football or basketball. We're just standing here talking, you know. So what the fuck you mean position? Oh, excuse me. And so before I knew it, out it came, dead man. I know that sounds mean, right? Well, I remember how it came to be me just lying there like a dead person, no movement, almost in a coma state, sleep. Well, my ex-husband didn't have a problem with it, or maybe it was a problem, but I remember waking up, having sex, like I was dreaming. Not waking up and being having sex, or waking up already engaged in the act, you know? Now, some may think that I have described what sounds like, you know, non-consensual, a borderline rape, a psychotic, you mean psychopathic behavior, to want to sleep with a person who is unconscious, you know, without any movement. But he was my ex-husband, so Lisa. Now, in his defeat, I used to threaten my ex-husband when he came to my sleep. If you want to talk, talk to me before I go to sleep. Don't wake me up in the middle of the night with no foolishness. If you want to have sex, start things before I get sleepy. Because when I'm sleeping, I'm like a baby, irritable. Don't wake me up. So many early morning hours, I remember my ex-husband having sex with me while I was asleep. Listen, I didn't have to participate then, so when I hear this, I start dating. Then I say, what? Go figure. This guy asked me, what's your favorite position? I reply like an idiot. Dead man. So he says, oh, you a dead fuck? Excuse me? Are you calling me late? Like an idiot? Again, I replied, listen, I'm divorced. I've known God all my whole life, and now I'm just really getting to know him. Like many of us, I married to keep myself from the sin of fornication. I married what most people would have considered a good catch, you know, 
educated. He was a lifetime student, a handsome. Everybody wanted him. In love with the Lord, because that's how he was raised. A cute dog, a mason, full of conversation, even though it was the same conversation many times. A lieutenant in the army, you know, first, second, third, doesn't really matter. But Lisa, he could cook, he could clean all my clothes, he used to sign my boots. And, you know, all I had to do was look good and smell good. And now I have come to realize one of the very reasons that he married me is driving him crazy thinking about me now that we're divorced. You see, or oh, one night I laughed. Who would have thought a person who loves to give themselves to others that their love would be taken against their will? All those nights and early mornings of my favorite position, you know, dead man. And he, when I laughed, he did not find the humor in my laughter. And so he became angry, and I became angry all. And before I knew it, a once beautiful situation turned into, I wish you death. He became a dead man to me. And like him, just like you, soon you will depart, and I will flash back to why I'm still single. And peace. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. You know what? <laughs> Tell me all day how beautiful I am, you know, what you want to do to me, you know. Give me in the mood. When you yes. talk, we do what we do. Yes. Don't come with no foolishness. I'm out in the middle of the night. You know, I can't sleep. Wake up, wake up. What? You better go take a note dose or something, you know. Because <laughs> I had to get up just like he had to get up, you know, people. They don't understand, but I have another piece if you have time. But if not, I thank you very much for sharing. Your mic. Okay, here we go. Well, I don't have a lot of friends, you know. I'm only 5'2", and I don't fight fair, you know. I fight verbally. You see, in my flesh, I can pick a fight or self-esteem from anywhere in the room. You know, beat you down in a way that all you will have are your thoughts and your tears. No band-aid big enough to cover the scar of a memory. And see, when I was coming up, I didn't fight that much. I can count the fights that I had. I had to face some pretty big giants, you know. They made me into who I am today. And I was thinking, you know, I couldn't figure out why people didn't always like me until I got grown when it really didn't matter. And this is what happened. It was because of me. It was because of me why you didn't like me as you listened to hear your name. It was because of me why you didn't like me or the sound of just hearing my name. It was because of me why you didn't like me for whatever reason. It was a shame. It was because of me why you didn't like me. So let me explain the reasons why game. I got the top of my head to the soles of my feet. What's not to like? Oh, it was because of me. My hair, my brains, my eyes, my nose, oh, my mouth. 
a sharper than sharp. It was because of me. My front, my back, my arms, my legs, oh, and my butt, nastier than nasty. Yeah, it was because of me. And my chest, my breast, my lungs, my liver, oh, my heart. It was either you or me. Listen, it was because of me. In peace. That right there, <clears throat> that was uh, that was kind of deep. Um, right yeah. There. That's yeah. what, you know, I got, I got, you know, in my 40s, now I'm 49 years old, right? And I, I've been what? all around the world, you know. Yeah, I'm 49. I look good to be 49, don't I? Oh, you can yes, see me. But do. wait till you can see me. Facebook, friend me. My name is Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, Godet, G-O-D-E-T-T-E. I will be your friend. You can see how beautiful I am at 49. But say that you are ready, my friend. I already see how beautiful you are, too. So anyway, yeah, and I get to 49, and I realize, you know, my friends are not my friends. They don't like me. <laughs> and they tell me why. And it might be face. because, yeah, but because you're you. And, you know, a lot of people are intimidated when they can't change or, um, you know, despite everything that's going on, you're still who you are. And you stay true to yourself. So um, they don't like you know, the truth. That's why I'm truth teller. <laughs> they, 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 they don't like rough. the truth. <laughs> they don't like the truth. They don't like the truth. Mm-hmm. And I should tell the truth. I love you so much, and I love this what you're doing. I support you. Let me know whenever you're coming on. And I didn't catch the guys who are going to battle. You know, I was trying oh, to write um, down. It's written in pain. <clears throat> written in pain is an awesome, awesome, awesome um, artist. Um, he's done rap uh, poetry battles, rap battles, and stuff before. Um, King Cadence is also um, a great artist as well. So this is going to be very, very interesting to uh, to listen to tomorrow night. So uh, I'll be tuning in hey. as well. Can you post it on my page? Yes. Yes, I will. So so all the east of North Carolina, the, the poets can see what's going on. I love this. I love this. I love the community. Uh, well, thank you. Glad you're here, and I'm glad to hear from you and hope to hear more of you. Stay on the line um, because we'll be going – going back around and everyone will get to do another piece, maybe another couple of pieces. We'll see. Um, so I'm going to put you on the couch. Thank you so much for coming. And thank you for that. Oh, I love your work. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the truth teller right there. Um, next on the mic, who do we have? Welcome to say that. This is Anthony Arnold. Good evening, um, Mr. Arnold. How are you? I am doing well. I'm sitting Good. here cooking dinner and voting and having all kinds of fun. I have gotten my vote in. Thank you very much. Um, what are you fixing? Um, oh, I, I did uh, red beans and rice, and I 
did a oven baked barbecue chicken. Nice, nice. Okay, so <clears throat> everyone is getting two pieces in. Do you have two? How dare you ask me that? <laughs> All right, your mic. Okay, the very first one I have for you is a piece called The Assassins. I stare upon these walls, the names of those come and gone, my home until I die. Yet what I did, I would gladly do again. They say I killed in cold blood. Yet they don't know why. I was not related to them. Yet they were all mine. Trayvon, Michael, Sandra. My people all. Tamir, Emmett, and George Stennett, all taken before their time. The little ones taken at Sandy Hook, the elders removed from the house of worship. The woman killed in a peaceful protest I could not watch anymore. Medka, Malcolm, and Martin. Voices of reason silenced. Robert and JFK, voices of hope removed. I could not stand it anymore. I took them all away, killers, the bigots, the racists. I removed them all, just as they removed the others. So now I sit in history's jailhouse awaiting my sentence. Yet I have no fear for what I did was right and would gladly do it again. That's that piece. All right. Just take a piece. Peace called 911. What's your emergency? 911, what's your emergency? I'd like to report two men in the park. Uh, what are they doing, ma'am? They are trying to barbecue. What's wrong? Didn't you get invited? 911, what's your emergency? I'd like to report this black man. What's the black man doing, ma'am? He's walking around looking in this empty house. Maybe he wants to buy it. 911, what's your emergency? I need the police here at the pool. Why, ma'am, what is the problem? There are black kids being disrespectful to me. Ma'am, have you been disrespecting them? 911, what's your emergency? 
I would like to report this black girl. What is the girl doing, ma'am? She's selling water without a permit. If it's hot outside, buy yourself a bottle. 911, what's your emergency? There is someone in the park, probably a kid with a toy gun, sliding to a stop, two shots fired in 12 seconds. Tamir Rice was there. 911, what's your emergency? In peace. Well, I remember um I remember reading that. I remember reading that. Um both both are deep pieces. Um I enjoy your work. What do you have coming up? Um well my fourth book is now being formatted. We're gonna see how that comes out. And immediately, uh August fourth I will be part of a Afro-American author festival in the city of Paris, California. So if you're in the neighborhood and you're in the area and you have nothing else to do, come see us. It's going to be a family-friendly event and uh, get to see some authors and hear some poets, and there will be a bunch of other folks there as well. Awesome. Awesome. That's what's up. Um, if you could uh, drop that info um, on the event page for me. Um, I will do so. I have the flyer for it. Awesome. That'll work. Uh, so we're going to put you up back on the couch. Uh, thank you so okay. much. I get another piece ready. <laughs> okay. And, um, and <laughs> enjoy your dinner. I'm jealous. I haven't had dinner yet, so uh, I slacked up on myself. I was tired. So, um, but we're going to sit on the couch and not get back to you. Stop laughing. I'll get back to you in a little bit. Thank you so much. All right, then. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Arnold doing a lot of things, doing a lot of things. Next caller. On the mic. Welcome to Say That. Area code 213, you're on the mic. All right. What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one, the only, the Kevin Smith, author of Retribution. I just picked up a... the Lynch Plantation, I will be uh, getting into that this weekend. So I will be posting and letting everybody know about that. So what's good, Kev? Kev. Morning. Checking out TEDx, listening to the show. That's what's up. So Yeah, every, um, everybody, everybody, was, everybody was dope, like, um, uh, the news, I, I didn't get her name, though. I didn't remember it, you know. I got that bad short term, but um, the, 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 the poetess that just came off, of, you know, with the African Oh, the, the true storyteller? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was dope. 
you know, it was a unique, like, and it was a breath of fresh air after um, Mouthpiece got off. And um, <laughs> SYA, S- S-Y-A um, was a dope. Mouthpiece is, is dope, you know, and um, his delivery is what make him dope, though. You feel me? So, like, when he spit his pieces, even though it'd be on more uh, from under cheese pieces, some erotical pieces, you feel me? <laughs> For Monday cheese, that's like the sweat from under your balls. That's the old nasty. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, like, that's so, why everybody, everybody was bringing it. At the yeah. Army got off. Everybody bringing it. Yeah. So everyone's getting two pieces in. So I already know, uh, you gonna blaze Man, one, more, that's a feature. one more, that's a feature. Huh? You owe me a check. One more, that's a feature. You owe me a check. Uh, so your mic, your way. <clears throat> oh, okay. yeah, okay. I ain't worth the paycheck, no doubt. <clears throat> you didn't go to work. He wasn't given much of a chance to live. The doctors tried to explain to his mother that even though he was born just a little different than the other babies on the ward, he was still special. But after the onset of postpartum depression and having her heart broken after setting it on the kid born in the spitting image of her athlete dad, respects in the eyes and truth, she doesn't see the glue that she needed for passive income. As for motherhood, she couldn't resolve herself to the thought of custody and a life consumed by doctor visits after the diagnosis. But bound by moral codes and blessed by monthly stipends, reluctantly by court order, she becomes a parent, albeit absentee. Wanting anything to do but raise a baby born under difficult circumstances, grim prognosis, born with less than a 5% chance of survival. Extended family members celebrate a homecoming before complication triggers setbacks. Unbothered, she shops Beverly boutiques while her son slips into a doctor-recommended medically-induced coma. Alone in the back seat of passenger, alone in the passenger seat of TMP, she drops prescription muscle relaxers to take the responsibility away. Further drowned out by complications from random men, only random men appreciate her disappearing acts of desperation for attention. A verified account was extended by the status quo's CEO because her follower list continues to grow. From thirst traps to peep shows, but never naked, only burlesque, though. But social validation comes at a price. $20 spent on boosting posts can get you 10,000 likes. But only if she poses in a bikini with her ass exposed on the seductive sands of Turks and Caicos. Drinking margaritas while following hashtags that highlights the single life. Flashback to reality. Back at home against all odds, her son survived again. And not because his mother loved him, but because... But because he's a miracle. Over the years of wrestling with responsibilities and entitlements in the course of the relationship, his parents called it quits, mutually splitting assets through lawyer mediation. But as to the custody of their only son, they both agree cohesively. I don't want him. 
under the care of foster moms, candy ladies who's forced to foster income like group homes, but her addiction to diction of old English causes the high gravity of alcoholism to impair her better judgment and manages to barely get by. By picking the food supplies in the high school cafeteria, but volunteering for the PTA on delivery days, seeing his father run like OJ on Sunday and deny his existence three times like Peter on Monday is enough to make him pray to stop breathing, and he would take his own life. But he was born with arms too weak to hold weapons of mass destructions and legs too frail to run his pain away like Forrest. He withdraws from reality nurtured by lowlights that audibly express their disappointment with their place in the class system. And to his face, they label him just another paycheck. Hardly worth the live scan that's required to keep him neglected. He reflects on the concept of love or the lack of it. While his foster family, unsigned to the idea of splitting personal time with friends and bonding with him, props his wheelchair in front of the TV with the wheels locked in. Tortured by reruns of Nick Jr., he's 17, but simple minds more feeble than their own perception of his are, are absent from doctor visits. So believe he's incapable of cognition, when in reality he's never spoken to them because his spirit is broken. Almost grown with no comprehension of what home life is supposed to be, he grows up walled up emotionally. Outward perceived to be nothing beyond than what people see at first sight, so when hands get offered in friendship, he bites, irregardless of your original intentions. But that's all he knows, disappointment. So I don't blame him. For lashing out at those that want nothing but to get close. Because inside of his paradigm, people come and they go. And only the doves cry over fool's gold. But heed my warning in Latin, though, non locater in no minimio, ex Africa, vinit aliquid, no vi caberna salutis, idol, more gadget, and peace. Well, damn. Well, damn. Um, that was hot. Um, like that Latin at the end there. Um, so uh, you got this the second piece? Uh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> black on black crime. What a paradigm for the propaganda that's been spit to oppress us. Being born around us. Who is there left to commit crime against but us? So let's shift the focus to how foul the corporation of Coke once was. They took expired cans, which was now poison, update the end dates, then redistributed back to my demographic. How tragic is it that our tap water has lead and fluoride? which according to Harvard research causes a rise in mental disease and homicides, not to mention they've been plotting our demise with crack cocaine and the malt liquor elixir. We silently killing ourselves like they knew we do. Why? Because that's what niggas do. Except what's obviously odd, work hard to build their dreams and die in search of God. 400 years and we still falling victim to the ills of slavery, but not me. I'm striving to get my birthright back. I'm free. Y'all need to wake up, knowledge up, and realize for us, there ain't no justice. Just the 1% versus us. In peace. That's truth right there. Um, I dig that. Um, So, Kevin, let everybody know uh, what's, what's going on with you, what you got coming up, or what you got going on. Not books, 
that's what I'm on right <laughs> now. Just, just getting these books, try to get the finish the uh, that universe first and foremost, like that Bobby Oliver line, that whole art. Finish that because you know there's vigilantes coming in 2019, which is the answer to retribution. And then there, oh man, you know, <laughs> De La Vega is coming out and um, re-dropping Booyah, Booyah 2, Recyclable Energy. Uh, but those is all in the arc, so, so those will be out, like, this year. So th- that arc could be complete at the end of this year. So the whole collection, the whole Bobby Avalon collection will be um, complete um, at the end That's of this year. And then Good. going on the next year. But um, we, oh, I forgot about Split Recoil, which I'm writing with um, Taylor. Um, ink lips, or she go by something else, lady ink art. Sakaya Rain, huh? Sakaya Rain. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm writing that uh that split recoil, which is in that art too. And then I got the hunt, you know, is in it. Like I got a whole bunch is <laughs> coming out right at the end of this year. Just books, 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 and then um. My uh, one of my colleagues dropped a book, uh, Zara the Brave, about you can see it on my wall. It's about conquering bullying. You know, I don't have a whole pitch, but that's about because that's something. And it's about people. It's about a, a young young girl of color. You feel me? In the book, so she dropping that children's book. So you know, ah, it's, it's just, life's great. <laughs> awesome. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, well, got some more callers on the line. So I'm gonna put you on the couch. Um, if you have another piece ready, get that ready. We'll be coming back around. Hope to hear you uh, spit again. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Kevin Smith. And we're going to go to my sleeping mother, Who's <laughs> awake now? <laughs> oh my god! I was there early with the phone on my chest. I told you I might. Do you keep me up all night playing word with friends? No, no, no. That is you. Like I'll be asleep, and then you come in and post a word and get like thirty something points, and I'm like, oh no! So I have to get my glasses and wake all the way up. <laughs> Just sitting there. Scrambling these words, <laughs> get you back. <laughs> That's the same. I, I, I learned a oh, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, y'all are relentless. Y'all won't go to sleep. I try to sneak one in in the morning, and the thing will meet me like right back at you. Oh, well, that's great. But what a way to propose to enjoy themselves instead of sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I had fun today. Um, I went in. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little trick. Send, send some of your best friends on Facebook. Send them poems because sometimes Facebook loses your poems. So I found two poems today from 2014, 2012, way back then. Um, because I sent these poems to some friends and I found them in this uh, private chat. So I'm going to read two of those poems. One is called The Depth of Me that I have sent to uh, to 2K, and it goes like this. 
it's about my son. All of y'all, all of my sons, all of my men down. My sons move mystically, and they survive a man-child in a not-so-promising land, a prince amongst men. They be the darling amongst women, speaks and rhymes, kind to the heartbeat, recites the emotions of his soul in poetic tongue, reassures me of his love and never lets me fret, shields himself with his mother's prayers, perpetuates no evil, generates no ill will. My sons move mystically and thrive gingerly. He speaks of me delicately, choosing words to set my worries free. A son is the soul of his mother. My sons are the depth of me. I'll go right into the next piece because it sounds like it's kind of like, um, right, it's befitting. And the name of this piece is called If the Cap Fits. And this is in 2000. 13, I wrote it. I think I posted it in about 2014. And it's called Who the Cap Fits. Who the Cap Fits. Let me shout out his name. Who the Cap Fits. Let me shout out to Shambay Suke. Music, spoken word artist, and a daddy. Let me shout out Tariq Nasheed. He saw the need to reveal to us our hidden colors and gave us the deed to our own history. Let me shout out Haiti Blues, who unleashes the beast with truth. Let me shout out Timon Brown, because he puts it down and tells us how to survive and thrive, even in the worst of conditions he adheres to exercise and nutrition. Let me tell you about Mark Gargan, was driven to fulfill our destiny in stage presentations through black poetry organizations. I, cuz, they play no games with our future. Serious young warriors stepping in the boots of great men who transcended, seriously securing our survival, fulfilling purposes which the Creator intended. Warriors who speak up and show up at all costs, they will serve up revelations with no gloss. They lift up the elders and love the children and give honor where it's due. When I close my eyes, I see them in my vision. My third eye is clear with Yashari Extra. I can rest in peace and harbor no fear. I see these young warriors as our burning spear. Darwin grieves. Poetic visions get me hyper. In the intellectual word fight, they are my snipers. My blessing is that, like Bob says, the cat fits, let them wear it. I will place on your crown a cap befitting. From the threads of my love, I am knitting. Caps to place upon your crown, a cap of Jossie. Wingo, my grandson, the main man who takes care of everyone assigned to him. A cat for Stephen McCoy, one positive joy. My guiding light who has given me many sons to guide my spirit safely home. A cat for all the warriors for the truth and justice who aim high to speak of me. Dearly made me cry. My son said, Mom, 
you inspire the you inspire the movie that I'm about to write. Prince Kennedy, my collaboration, inspiration, Nana TCY, love at first read, a sound that he wound up in three poems, Benjamin Opone, Francis Atamensa, all promised to help restore Africa to the nobility to which it belongs. Okay, footnote, I left you out, Robert Giddens, Carlos, written in pain, because I already wrote poems about you. So, in peace. Oh, that was a nice tribute to your your sons. I like that. Um, well, since I like 2014, that. since 2014, I got more, so I got to I got to edit it, up, update it. But I didn't put uh, Carlos in there, and I didn't put um, certain people in there because I had already uh oh Robert Gibbons. I didn't put him in there because I had already wrote a poem about him. But I still should have added him in. But I got to add some more of uh, the young guys that I met lately. That's been coming through, um, so it will be edited because it was from a while back, <clears throat> and so I have acquired new sons since then. But my sons are the depth of me, and I love all of you all. I love my daughters too. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Thank you so much. Um, get another piece ready. We'll be coming back around. Um, okay. So I'm gonna put you on the couch. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mother O. That was the, I love that second piece, that uh, tribute. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we are 14 minutes after the top of the hour. This is Say That, and I am your host, Melissa Yelverton. This is a Manifest Destiny radio production. Shout out to our online callers. Thank you for your support and calling in. If you'd like to participate in tonight's show, that number to call in is 619-924-0845, 619-924-0845, and press 1 to get on the mic and say that. And those who are on the line and in queue, we see you, and we will be getting to you in just a few minutes. Thank you so much. Those who are on the line that are listening, if you'd like to uh, participate, go ahead and press that one because you already know we love the way you say that. So next on the mic, welcome to Say That. Melissa, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. This is Mother of Six. How you doing? Yeah. I thought that was your voice. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. You know, I see you pumping on the show, and, you know, I'm, like, off the scene. So I had to holler at you because when I was running my poetry pen tag, which I'm thinking about bringing back in between these college courses and work, you know, you was always there. Yeah, I missed that. Out. That was fun. So oh, I fun. had to come to your show. But see, this is my thing. Since I've been hitting the books, I really haven't been, you know, using my pen, and I've been hitting the books for two years now. So it's like two years I've been dormant. Um, so I was on hold, and I was listening to everybody. Mama O, I love her, always have. Kevin Smith, oh, my God, he used to come to my show and turn it up. Um hmm Anthony Arnold, yes. like, I have been enjoying hearing these voices that I have not heard in years. 
So I don't have much to contribute. So I'm gonna just find like an old piece that I can do. Um, everybody know me. I'm kind of erotic with my pieces. So I'm trying to, you know, come a little clean because I don't want to change your tempo. So I'm gonna do your mic your way. Okay. Well, I'm gonna do a little clean version, and then I'm gonna do a little dirty. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, now this first piece I have here is, it's old, and this is called um, Classify in Order to Separate. It really does not matter to me how you classify in order to separate yourself from the things you claim that you are not. If by thinking that you are above the things that you hate so dearly keeps you from hating yourself, then go ahead and keep on classifying to separate. But just remember, you cannot separate yourself from you, you can wear some of the finest threads, and you can turn your back on where you once were. But even still, society will tell you that your classification of yourself is misplaced and untrue. Yes, I do hear you, but I'm not listening to you label, downplay, put down, discriminate, and classify so that you may separate, talking about everything while saying nothing, just trying to make yourself sound good. And yes, I comprehend perfectly. It's just that I do not agree with your logic, not that you are being misunderstood. Rising above adversities is a challenge many cannot achieve. And just because you may be one of the few where you come from, it does not give you the right to classify so that you may separate yourself from the fact that at one time that person was once you. But then classifying to separate is what you're good at. So that's what you do. That's the end of that piece. Okay. Now. Yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you. This next piece is really dirty. Um, this is called my disappointing telephone call. I don't know if you've heard this. Um, but this is the first piece I wrote to do an open mic. So here we go. It's talking about the guy, so... They may not want to hear it, but I'm sorry. That disappointing telephone call. Men, I really don't think that you guys want to hear this conversation that I am about to have with the ladies because this shit just might hit some of you little dick motherfuckers really close to home. Because, you see, while his simple ass was laying butt-ass naked in the bed thinking that I am in the bathroom preparing to make love to his little dick ass, while in all reality, I'm really trying to get my homegirl to pick up her fucking phone. Now, you see, ever since we had our third or fourth encounter, he will always tell me that he cannot wait for the time to come when he can put all that, let me say this shit again, put all of that up inside of me. But you could just imagine my damn disappointment when I found out that all of that only amounted to two and a half to three, and my homegirl has my car. Shit. She has to turn the fuck around and come back and get me. And I'm calling and hanging up, calling and hanging up. Mind you now, I'm still posted up in little dude's bathroom, pacing the fucking floor, and now I'm starting to hyperventilate, piss the hell off because I just can't seem to catch up with this fucking whore. Oh, yeah, by the way, Mental note to self, I bet her ass won't ever borrow my damn car anymore. So now, I turn the shower on, trying to buy myself some more time, 
But really, I'm trying to find the perfect exit because going through with fucking little dude, well, hell, that is the last thing that's on my mind. Because so far, the only thing that he has going on for himself is that the brother was oh so damn fine. And to those of you who might not have caught my name, I am mother of six, so hence the name. I have given birth to not one, two, three, or four, or five, but six. So I need a man who is packing length and width and can fit. Not some little dick man who just keeps missing and slips. And as if I'm not annoyed enough, I hear a little dude yelling through the bathroom door, how much longer are you going to be in there? I don't feel like waiting anymore. And that is when I had to attempt to make him not want me by telling him that all of a sudden I think I'm coming down with something because out of nowhere my stomach started hurting and my throat is really sore. And I don't want you to get what I've got. But, you see, the joke was on me when he said, I won't ram my dick down your throat too far, and as far as I know, I won't be banging out your stomach, but I am going to be beating up that twat. And that was when I had to burst out laughing, and I said, with what? That little-ass dick that you've got? And I really cannot believe that you had the attitude about the time I was spending in the shower. Huh, little dude, please. Did you just happen to smell the scent you bought in here with your baby balls? Smell like those little packages of individually cheese? Shit, little dude, I wouldn't give you some ass. Even if I drank a fifth of honey and smoked a pound of some high-quality trees. And yes, little dude, I was trying so hard not to go there, you know, attacking you about your little dick and your baby balls and all. But if you would just give me a minute, I'm trying to get hold of my homegirl and make that motherfucking disappointing telephone call. And that's that piece. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. Oh, Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> it's okay, Melissa. You can be quiet. <laughs> Woo! Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We did all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank thank you, you for coming through. Oh, I can't wait till you start that show back up. That show was fun. Um, I'm going to, I'm just trying to, you know, juggle some things around. I'm switching my little career. I'm going independent with my, you know, in my workforce. And like I said, I'm in college, but um, I miss poetry, Pentag. I miss my fellow poets, and I'm definitely going to revise that. I'm just not going to have the same host that I had before. Okay. But I'm going to try to find another host to, um, you know, work with me on on bringing that back to life. But I'm going to sit down and not take up any more of your time, and I'm going to listen to the other poets, and I enjoy coming through, and I'm going to make it my business to dust off that pen. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for coming. It was so good to hear from you. Missed you. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mother of Six. Next on the mic, welcome to say that. I'm unmuted. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm unmuted. Oh my goodness, I'm sitting here, <laughs> sitting here laughing my ass off, mothers. <laughs> she, she did all that. I'm 
effort so damn hard, I started sweating. That shit was funny. I had to oh. mute my phone. Oh, my <laughs> Just imagine, he's fine, too. He's fine. Mm-hmm. What and a disappointment. And his shit, man. I mean, it's, it, it wouldn't be such, such a disappointment. If he knew how to use what God gave him, you know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. you know, all uh, got that ramrod, you know, syndrome, you know. And they just say, get with me. I don't know why the Lord locked their hips up. <laughs> Damn, man, they hips is stiff as I mean, shit. even if it's small, if you know how to work your hips, you know, you can hit yes.
since I've said that, you know, and probably and I, don't y'all be mad with me, shit. Y'all just learn how to scoot, turn them around, twiddle them damn hips, get them hips in order. How did they get stiff? They black men. How in the fuck did they get stiff? Tell me that. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe um, some woman, and that, and that's another thing. I'm writing a piece about that. How you know some women done mess these men up. So by the time they get to you, they are you got to teach them some stuff. Like, come on, what does she do to you? Goodness, threw his head around. You know where <laughs> when he went because they, they don't understand what a man is all about. And I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. the, the other part of it. They want to have this spectacular speech to go and take their girlfriends about this man. And, and, and it's not necessary to have a relationship with them that you share with other people. That should be so subject to you and him. I mean, you know, and, and when he hears you talking about certain things or whatever on the telephone or you, you're just so explicit and just say any old damn thing to the man, that fucks him up. He's, he is so mm-hmm. tender. That that man is mm-hmm. so tender, you know, um, and some women they just so selfish, you know. They're just like selfish men, the, the men that are selfish, you know what I'm saying? And they just mm-hmm. screw him up. By the, by the time they get to a woman that know what to do with him, he don't know which end is up. He don't know whether his ass is in the front or in the back. He he's just <laughs> all turned around. You well. Know? You know, I know you serious. have something for the mic. Yeah, it, it's gonna be nice. I, I've I've got two nice pieces, or or is it too late to do two pieces? If it is, I'm good. You know. Um. Let me see. We'll get you. Let you get one in because I have a few more callers. Um, no because problem. I know yours are in there, and then we Please. I'm coming right back around to you. Okay, so this one is Miss You, Baby. My work takes me away. (laughs) This is not the collab. Of course, it's not the collab. But, you know, he collabed it. But um, this is my single. And uh, I'm going to drop this one on you. You're going to like this. Miss You, Baby. My work takes me away frequently as I prepare for another career move. I can't get enough of his mind, body, and soul. His mind keeps me interested to know every phase of him. I love catching him, slipping out of the fifth that we visit. Tonight, he will see and feel me, scented, rare, with lust. And that's Lady. Just getting in from the city, saw my messages were strong in the queue. Figured I'd pour a little Stella Rosa pink Moscato. Chill, then sit on the gossip bench. Oh, of every course, your, of, of course, of very course, your call I see in the caller ID. My mind, when you are, she becoming to me, I gave, you did take, Taking me on a maze that only you knew the way through. Trust me, you said. I trust myself and I'm loyal to me. How may I catch your truth among the storms of different winds, my love? Alas, 
It will be the fruit of a well-planted garden. I listen to your voice, low and seductive. You know just how to play romantic roulette, making every mark count, telling of what you wanted me to do when we get together. My soul skipped a beat. My heart crossed her legs. You've worked on my sexual sanity as I move through a plethora of work, making sure the reins of your verbal hurricane had puddling extremes, pictured in his optical reality. I rang you. Your hello wakened my knees. We exchanged words lovers say when they smell each other's heat. And then your direction was, you're on your way. You have your your key, my body of her garment responsibility. Stepping into my hot shower, the water felt like your thick hands. My mind released a priceless production of the first time we showered in the intimacy of our private we. Damn, I was virgin to your diameter. Your excitement grooved me into your rhythm while music from train played mellow beats, gliding with our smooth moves. The mirror scene intrigued, intrigued me. I want more. I heard you as your keys rang Daddy's home on the tabletop. His giant six was visible as he stood in view, slowly stripping for my added pleasure. He wrapped his arms around me, bruising my mouth and softening his darling kisses, sucking my neck, then my exposed nipple. She moaned out loud, the first note arrangement to our orgasmic symphony. I am addicted to this man. True, he is to her. We exchange positions. Ah, second, ah. oh, I know this did not just happen. I can't believe this. Hold up just a minute. I actually touched the wrong thing. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Um, we exchange oh, yeah. positions. We exchange positions. Second and eighth which are the same, a bit variation, easing into comfort. My soul cried out as he took me to levels never experienced before, whispering how he felt as I arranged his calm exterior into building into a building storm. The weight of him bouncing with my legible oration drove my liquiding path with heated intensity. He tightened his grip on her body as she opened the door with him. How breathlessly exciting as Charlie Parker, softly blew, meandering. I softly said, I love Miss You, baby. In peace. I like that. Um, Yes, nobody does it like you. Oh, you're so kind. You are so, so, so kind. I appreciate you so much. That piece has been um, collabed. Um, it's an old, old piece, but it's poetry, and I say it all the time, poetry never gets old. And um, Mr. Boston saw it <clears throat> published a couple of days ago, and he decided he was going to collab it and made 
two parts out of it. There's another part to it. We'll probably be doing it on the poetry concert this Thursday, which is tomorrow. It's today, actually, isn't it? No, it's tomorrow. And um, definitely stop by, everybody. Poetry. Po- I'm sorry. No, it's not poetry concert. It's poetry and love. Poetry and love, 8 p.m., Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, telephone number 917-889-2627. Be there. All be square. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They get it in on this show. So love hanging out. I love hanging out with you too, girl. But I, I think I'm going to have to cut our visit short because I got a 5 o'clock wake up in the morning. And I, I've got to do some manual labor at that, by, and it's got to be done by 8 o'clock. i got repair people coming in. So um, I'm going to bid okay. you adieu. I appreciate it, hearing all of the, the poets, especially that Kevin Smith, Lord have mercy, and mother of six, Lord. <laughs> I, I got to pray for her. <laughs> yeah, but you know that spelled. Oh, yes, you guys. Woman, you told me after you said some things that I had thought in my mind. Oh my God! I, and I'm trying to figure it out, and I wanted to say it so long ago. Why are these men's hips locked? What What do we need to, do to unlock them? What you know? They to be acting like they're doing calisthenics. What's that shit? Push-ups? It's just, man, no! Ain't no push-up here. Screw. You know how the threads screw go? That's what you need to do. You need to screw it in, screw it out, then screw it back in and screw it out. And move to the side and screw. And move to the other side and screw. You know? And they back in the army somewhere doing some damn push-ups. Man, Lord, that's the problem. Men, dear, beautiful, gorgeous, black Beautiful men, learn how to unlock them damn hips. Unlock them. <laughs> you learn unlock here today. We don't, we don't want nothing else. We don't want no calisthenics. You know, we don't want to see how push-up-y you can be. You know what I'm saying? Hold me and screw. <laughs> you know, like a screw. Unlock your damn hips. Shit, man, it's crazy, it's crazy. But anyway, thank you, Mother of Six, for being so astute to bring that message across. I hope, I hope, I hope they heard, and I hope they don't get insulted. It's nothing to be insulted about. I guarantee told you, boy, y'all get them hips working, y'all will get a different tune out of us. You hear me? You feel that shit? Get that shit in order. We love you. We like being with you. Unlock them damn hips, you stiff bloats. Oh, my goodness. Maybe it'll help. You know, maybe, you know, somebody will whisper in my ear something and say, girl, I'm so glad you told you told it because, damn, it, it that's all that's wrong. That's the whole thing that's wrong. Y'all got them tight-ass damn hips. You ain't going to, nobody going to think you a girl. When you get through doing your thing, you ain't supposed to be keeping that up just when you get in the sack. 
then you do that. You get that shit tight and swirly and get loose with it. You know, you got to you know, be, be all tight up, all stiff. Get loose with it so we can feel something. Oh, you boy. Yes. You want, you want us to talk out our head? Drop that shit like that and see what go down. Okay? I couldn't speak about it if I didn't know it. Believe me. Honey, if you get one that if you get one that got some good swirling action and really know how to move that thing, child, will you recite the preamble of the Constitution, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Boy, you'll be talking you'll be talking to, 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 to Paul, Peter, Thomas and everybody. You be telling all the you be telling Michael the archangel, what this thing is all about, and that's no joke. Y'all, y'all black men, y'all black men, you like to show off your old dick. Show us what you're working with. Work it. Learn how to work it. You know, y'all so proud of that shit. Well, let, make, make it do what it's supposed to do. We need swivel dick. We do not need stiff dick. Stiff dick is out of style. Okay. We want swivels, swivels. Move them damn Move them. Man, tired of this bullshit, you know. All right, I'm going to sit my ass down because I didn't think my brother's just mad with me now. I really don't give a fuck. But see, y'all need to get oh, together. Yeah. We'll have a better... We have a better situation. The situation will be much better. I guarantee you. You can take that shit to the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank Join you. Oh talking. <laughs> Swivel up them hips. Yes. Learn how to do that shit. <laughs> On a real tip, man. No bullshit. All right, Melissa. I love you. I love you too. Well, sit back for a minute, you know, oh. and uh, I'm going to still hang on, and um, I'm going to hang on, and um, if I don't fall asleep, I'll recite my next piece, okay? Awesome. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Lady of Love. Um, tip of the day, move them hips. Fellas, all right. Next on the mic, welcome to say that. You have reached complicated passions. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. Please listen carefully, as our menu has changed. If at any time during this message, if you would like to hear the passion, please press five six eight three for love. Gold card members may enter their code now. Please hold while your call is being connected. And for the moments of your desire, have the sexy in you be the danger I fall into. Good evening. Oh, my. Good evening. Nice. Nice. Oh, so so you. How, you, how, you, how you doing? <laughs> I, I, I'm doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Just doing my thing, writing, publishing. Uh, not just myself, but other people as well, enjoying it, uh, growing, and still learning every day. You know, it's good to hear um, good stuff, and, you know, it pushes you to 
do the next best thing, you know. So right. I'm going to drop a piece and get out of the way because that's just how I do it. So this is a moment of uh, complicated passions. Even though you're only next to me because the place cards put us here, your perfume has got the best of me. Looking across the table, my mind is stuck on just how amazing you look tonight. Pretending to engage in the conversation, but thinking, I'm glad they can hear the secret language we're speaking. I laugh. You smile. You laugh. You don't have to catch the bouquet. This might be the bride's day. Somehow, it's still all about you. I sipped on both pleasures and pain, baby. I've enjoyed your company. This might sound a little insane, but would you be my next best thing? Complicated passions. Nice. Um, And is this from one of your books? Actually, that poem is by Mr. Eric Devon, and the title of the book is The Beauty of Dragons. Oh, Nice. Nice. The beauty of dragons, you said? The beauty of dragons, yes. Okay. Uh, he, he is the um, editor of um, Dark Man Blues. In fact, he's my new editor. He, he's editing, um, he's doing the final editing of Love and the Conversation, which comes out in a few weeks. It should be ready everywhere. Uh, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. You know, that kind of places like that. So if you like what you hear from Complicated Passions, then you can check that out. Loving the conversation. Yes, I have some of his work, ladies and gentlemen, and there are some some lovely romantic pieces in there. Uh, one of, I will quote a snippet. She needed a distraction. She needed some complicated passion. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right, so to follow up, she said she never knew she was a love poem until I read between her lines. Now she knows I would read her because it felt good discovering myself. It was like true stories being told, a past forgotten these ancient memories feeding my soul. I wanted more, and she was giving, inviting me like home. She shared her emotions, leaving echoes on wall paintings. I spoke her name. She's dark girl magic. It wasn't her appearance I fell into, thinking this what makes me. She was that dare I needed, I had to. She spoke her mind, and I don't mind the inner beauty moves me. I could taste the hunger. After all, she's temptation. If only she knew my emotions. Dark girl, I'll be loving you like a blind man would do. Every line curves, too, while painting my imagination. You see, I close my eyes when I hold you, my wanting embrace discovering the goddess of my temptation. Let me caress you in anticipation of your desire. Know this, as I trace you to wet, Picture this silhouette matching every part of you. Like the wind, finger painting my affection, 
your body becoming my canvas from thought to perfection as I love the skin you're in. And you can read that in Dark Man Blues. Yes, I'm going to get my copies. You all get this. It's this man's work. It's this man's work. Well, thank you very much. Thank um, you. Of course, please, please drop your link. Drop your link um, in the event page, if you don't mind. I will definitely share a moment. All right. Okay. Um, thank you. We will put you back on the couch. Please listen to the rest All right. of the show. Great. Hey, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Samuel Reigns, better known as Complicated Passions, uh, to our online callers, you now have about 10 to 12 minutes to call in to listen to the remainder of the show as the recorded portion will be cut off and you will no longer hear that. So if you would like to uh, hear the remainder of the show, please call in 619-924-0845-619-924-0845. And next on the mic is... Mm, Welcome mm, to the mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, it's been a it's been a while. I missed the metaphor you hear and y'all listening, aka David Mott, aka that nigga. Uh it's been a while since I've been here. But I can recall the last time I was here, I got your music played on me for sexual references and I didn't listen to thirty goddamn minutes. A women talk about niggas ain't got a big enough dick for them. Let me say this. Um, I, I've always been to return and dig again where I've dug before, so I ain't had no complaints. I'm let you women know something. Just because it's your coochie don't mean it's good coochie. I mean, it might be yours, and you may proud, be proud of it, but that don't mean it's worth shit. You know, uh, y'all time I need something to fill y'all up, well, goddamn, it's hard to fill a hallway with marbles. And some of y'all oh just got that thing like, like when you get in it, it feels like a man sitting in the bathtub. Hell, it's just floating around. Ain't no resistance, no walls. So, you, you know, y'all need all this extra. Maybe y'all need to work on tightening some shit up. Oh you, 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 you can't expect Daddy Longstroke to show up all the time, but you can guarantee you might be Big Pussy Leo every motherfucking time if that's how your shit is set up. I just, oh. I'm just saying, y'all need to work on your own shit sometime, too. <clears throat> but how you doing? I'm mean, say that here at uh, Manifest Radio. And I, I like how you posted that picture the other day holding up a copy of the erotica. You better be careful doing that. People get mad and shit. They don't want nobody to be wanting to threaten you to kick your ass and all that shit. Oh, my God. But I really God. do appreciate it. Um, I, I like it, but yeah, get the get the man's book. Okay, so we all know about erotica, right? And if you if you're a part of the poetry community, you've seen some of his pieces in uh, the BPC uh, group. But skip the erotica, go to page one hundred and one, and you will see a different. 
side of Mr. Manifloria. He's a comedian, big time shit talker, but uh, that he he's got a got a couple of decent stories back there. Y'all need to check that out. I called him up hollering, so yeah, check him out. <laughs> I, I de- definitely appreciate that. And y'all ain't got to skip the erotica. Uh, say that, like I said, she just wants to refrain from using up all her batteries or having copper tunnel and shit. And, oh you know, getting them, that three-speed vibrate. <laughs> she don't want to go to that all the time. That's why she's saying skip past first parts. It is totally okay for you to enjoy erotica. Uh, I've heard people say before. I just, mm, I don't, I don't listen to that. I don't, I don't like that freaky stuff. Well, you fuck. So uh, kiss my ass <laughs> with your tongue out, goddammit. You wouldn't be all these little bitty people running the world if y'all wasn't doing some of the shit we talk about in erotic poetry and erotic short stories and everything else. Now maybe you hit an age to where you can't fuck no more. So maybe that's why you don't care for the shit. I'm not saying anybody in particular, but there's an age where shit don't work no more. Then I can understand. If you hit that point and your shit don't work, hey, tough kitty. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, but, you know, other people are still getting it in. So I'm just trying to get my opinion on shit. You know, y'all enjoy the erotica. Uh, women with big pussies go find you, go buy your horse or something, and keep this motherfucker <laughs> out of the pasture or some shit. If you can put a, uh, you know, sometimes you put a lot of miles on your shit and it's then whoa out. That ain't the man's fault. Hell, that's your fault. But I just figured oh I'd go God. with my little rendition. Hell, I figured we all had 20 minutes to talk on this some bitch since I've been in in queue for a goddamn hour and a half. Ain't heard but three people. So I'm going to sit my Look, piece and I'm going to get out earlier. here. You have missed everybody else. That's your fault. I'm, I'm, I'm spitting my piece. I'm getting out here. I ain't spitting two of shit. I'm spitting one. And then I'm finished watching TV. I just wanted to come through and, uh, like I said, show you some love. And I really appreciate you on your purchase of Erotica uh, by Mr. Metaphoria. Every, for every, all y'all listening Every time you purchase one and you take a picture, you fuck somebody's day up every time you do it. So you want to fuck somebody's oh, day up by my book, it's guaranteed <laughs> to happen. You might not even know who it is, but you're going to fuck somebody's day up just by posting that picture of it. <laughs> I'm going to spit this quick piece. Uh, it's called Memories of Tomorrow, very short piece, and I'm going to get my black ass on out of here. Whenever you're ready. Your mic. The soft whisper of silence echoes your name. Tattooed, the memory of our last meeting upon my heart beating for one gentle kiss. Morning dew upon rose petals as soft as your lips. Prayers prayers prayed to replay this one stolen moment. To be trapped inside the depths of your eyes as a dream come true. Classic love becomes love anew. Each time sunrise paints its kiss across skies once filled with stars, I sing a song for you. Repeat. Press repeat for this song is bellowed from the soprano section of my soul. Lyrics only known by ears of which each verse is intended. Harmonize into the melody. Mind, body, and soul, I grasp the memory. 
July recollections of a beauty birthed in August, a four-letter reality, a seven-letter fantasy, an eight-letter message that has never faded. I love you. Recollections of yesterday, presence of today, memories of tomorrow. In peace. Well, that was, I like that. I remember reading that. Um, yes. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Um, yeah. well, you, you, you did. You I, you I did, like uh, about more than fucking. But I, I do talk <laughs> about fucking a lot. I, I like to fuck. You know, I don't have a problem admitting that. My shit still works, so I like to use this raggedy motherfucker and give it to anybody that's <laughs> a nice female persuasion that want to want a sample of it. Oh but my I do, gosh! I do prefer Mr. the women that have nice tight walls. Yeah, yeah, you gotta Are give you, them samples sometimes. Cause at the end of the day, you're just letting them borrow. You're handing out samples. Oh, yeah, it, as long as you got some nice and tight walls, I don't, I don't want that bathtub coochie that, like I say, you can't get no damn feeling in. That's why men be doing that, that military style jackhammer missionary shit here. We trying to get some type of friction, so we feel if we do this shit fast and hard enough, we'll catch no, some feeling somewhere. Just don't. No, some of y'all don't know what you're doing. Yeah, some of y'all got some fellas that left. Class rings and watches down in them some bitches, and y'all don't even know it. it some of them got an that echo and shit, terrible. and y'all wondering what the problem is. I'm just saying, some of y'all that y'all misused that hole so damn much, you had to switch over to the one next door to it. Now that some bitch look like a cup holder whenever you fart. It sound like a yawn. Oh. Y'all need to cut that shit out. Oh We're talking about men. I'm gonna get out of here. Yeah, I'm going to look on the event page and see, uh, I'm probably going to get a bunch of kiss my asses and all that, probably get blocked by a few, big, <laughs> few people, but I don't give a shit. Uh, y'all enjoy your night here at uh, Manifesto Radio, uh, you know, Manifest where I have Oh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, man, man of, over here at Man of Sex Destiny Radio, Oh, you know, where, where they got big pussies and small dicks. Over here at this radio station. Y'all enjoy your night. I'm out of (laughs) here. Oh, my God. That was Mr. Metaphoria, um, also known as David Mott. Oh, my gosh. The rudeness. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. We are going into overtime as of now. Welcome to Say That. Who do we have on the mic? 540, you're on the air. I know who that is. Next on the mic, welcome to Say That. Hey, Say That. This is Van Meadows. How are you? I'm good. Um, You have to excuse your brother. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, got to excuse him. Oh. Miss Metaphoria, we love you. But man, we are I, I was sitting here like I, I was sitting here trying to figure out who would it be best to come behind. The lady that came on before, or Mister Metaphoria. Oh. <sighs> tough, tough, tough act to follow. 
of Escafala. For sure. <laughs> Miss Wait. Metaphoria. Oh. How are you doing, Say that You doing good? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Wonderful show. Uh, I came late. I got in late to the party. A wonderful show from what I'm hearing. Glad you made it. So, what do we have? Well, we got a, 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 a I wrote a dark piece, um, different different uh, side of my pen that I don't share too often. Um, but this piece is called uh, The Dark Side of Hate. Oh, I remember this. Okay. Awesome. I finally get to hear it. Your mic. Okay. All right. Thank you. The hate wants to consume me and take over. I peeled back the layers to uncover the truth about me. But I get broken, evidently. This rage that consumes, sometimes I can't shut it off. And the fumes, the fumes of the ash of burned relationships, no longer seeking companionships. Forgiveness is what I'm supposed to do. Yet I'm compelled to be true. Compelled to be true to the ferociousness, like a pit bull, my awareness. The primal rage with killer instincts, bashing your feelings, so distinct. Forget all this retrograde talk. My haters on high eat. Now take a walk. My eyes, bloodshot red. No more pretty brown eyes. Now rage bread. I don't like it when the hawk on the inside decides to come to the outside. I pour heated concrete on old bridges, surfaces. The ones burned in the fiery furnace. No amount of karma can amass the amount of vengeance. I will rain down on you like hot lava ash. No chance. Will I forget the amount of carnage you left in your wake of destruction? You forgot one thing. I am karma without resurrection. The devil has to ask my permission. No amount of heat can change the present mission to seek and destroy. You should have left me for dead. But you gave me mouth to mouth instead. Revived a dying heart. The tears of blood that flowed like a river made me indestructible and I don't shiver. I sure don't cringe like a pre-battle cat before the merge. No spells or magic potions, none of that aromatherapy lotions. These roots and herbs grew from the ground as I stand above the ash mound, tracing every step carefully because your demise will come swiftly. I'm not apologetic for the hate. I freely give into the dark desires. Wait, you seem surprised. No need to be. I'm only speaking of the reprise. It happened the day you ripped out my heart and fed it to me. Now stands a heartless man full of hate. See, and that's that piece. Wow. Um, when I read this, I was like, wow. Um, because I'm so used to, you know, your different pieces. You do uh, inspiration and conscious and um, love and romance pieces. So, when I read this, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing the diversity. What? Okay. Okay. Good. Good stuff. Thank Good you stuff. so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, My I, I love seeing that, um, seeing how diverse poets can be. Um, it's it's really cool uh, when you flex your pen like that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Sometimes you got to give in to the dark side and get it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think I will finish mine that I started. I felt kind of bad <laughs> when I was writing it. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. 
<laughs> just you got it. You got it. You got it. Now go ahead. Please finish that and get that out. We 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 want to hear it. Definitely want to hear it. I'm a, uh, I'm gonna definitely finish that. It's so so totally um, outside of everything that I do. So yeah, I think this is gonna be fun. Okay. All right. right. I'm well, anxious. I can't wait you. to hear it. Hey, your show. My show from uh, Friday night. 9 p.m. Uh, on Epiphany Radio Network. It's called Let's Talk About It, where we do date night differently. So come on through, and we do poetry. Uh, last two shows were about confessions. So, you know, it, it's a variety show. You can come through and uh, do poetry. You can sing. You can rap. Whatever you, whatever you feel like doing, even if you just want to come through and just talk. It's the end of the week. We want to unwind and just date each other differently. You know? Right, right. Um, yes, uh, I've been there uh, a couple of times. A couple of times I was in the broom closet and couldn't participate. Right. But, yes, they we they have a good time over there. So check them out on Epiphany Radio. Shout out to, for real, the poet. Um, yes. CEO and uh, producer looking to make a track. Hit them up. And you have a track out. Yes, yes, yes. This is uh, uh, Chained Lust is one of my erotic yes. pieces. And uh, it is produced by none other than Travel the Poet. Um, right now yes, it is on YouTube. And I have posted in several of the pages. Um, but please check that out as well. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, thank you. We're getting ready to go into a straight cipher round. So if you would like to okay. get another seat, um, we'll be coming back to you in just a minute. All right. All right. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Van Meadows. And now, when your mic is open, go into your piece, and we will be going directly to the next artist. She's beautiful to you and I. Late at night alone she cries. In her mind she's very ugly, thinking no man wants to hug me. Look at me, I'm so grotesque. I'll change some parts to look my best. Still she cries, not satisfied, getting thoughts of suicide. She gets told daily how lovely she is. Compliments she feels uh, just biz. They really don't mean it. I mean, look at me. She doesn't believe what we see. Obsessed with what she feels is wrong. She stares at mirrors all night long, face to face with mental demons. Where is all this beauty they're seeing? Posing this way, posing that, finding flaws. My God, look at that. She soon withdraws and lives within, having friend wonders where she's been. She changes her habits and becomes more loose, countless affairs but still no use. Men come and go and get their uses, not for her looks, and don't confuse this. Women come too, come and go. Her change of venue still didn't show this feeling of ugly. My body's not right could come from youth. She's not alone with this plight. 
So many women put down in young years told terrible things that scar those young ears. Could be from abuse of a different nature. From tot to teen, did someone abase her? Reject her existence? Mentally erase her? Leaving her remnants of a life she wasn't born for. Rooms filled with broken mirrors. Countless women go through this body dysmorphia disorder. Yes, it's real and does exist. It may be their eyes, breasts, lips, or hips. They change and rearrange just to try to fit. Fit in what? The status quo? Ladies, please, don't you know? It's the flaws that give all from your heads to your toes. No two are alike, and that's what I like. And please help all the women who suffered this night. Look it up and learn about it, this heartache disease. Body dysmorphia disorder. Put their mind at ease. Do your part. Remind women how beautiful they are. That's the start. More importantly, a woman's substance emphasizes that. Think about how you make a woman feel when you call her fat. These are our women, our lovers, our wives. A lot of men suffer from this, and it's no surprise. What we call vanity can go much deeper. Body dysmorphia disorder is real, and no disease is a sweeper. It's my piece. Mind dancer. Next artist. No, 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 no way. No, 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 no way. Am I living without you? So you're the best thing I ever had. And in a way that is oh, oh, so sad. Thought I was in love. I asked him to move in. I just had to see. He threw a hook in the game and he asked, what? Rent or free? No, 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 wait. No, 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 wait. I asked myself, why would someone want to trick or fuck me? Oh, they must think I'm a trick. Well, let's just watch and speak. I say, sure, baby, you can stay rent free. Now, here's the cable and the Internet. You know that football you just got to see? Uh, sure, baby, uh, you can stay rent-free. Now, here's the electric and the gas. You know, uh, Duke Energy? Uh, sure, baby, uh, you can stay rent-free. Now, here's the water so I can cook and we can be clean as we need to be. Sure, baby, you can stay rent-free. Don't forget the groceries we got to eat. We have to feed both you and me. Yeah, my love, you can stay rent free. Now, we haven't even mentioned hair, nails, and feet. You know the way you want them to be? Yes, yes, my love, you can stay rent free. And you know what he say to me? No, 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 wait. No, 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 wait. I asked myself, why would you want to take advantage of me? And then I heard the word, trick, folk, or can I just stay a ring free? No, 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 wait. In peace. Today, 
another extravagant holiday in our private sanctuary, freely nourishing our loving delights that pleasure has no escape from. My love, I held you so tight against the nipple of my soul, encouraging you drink till the spill baptize you with her sacred flow. My love whispered chapters, enchanting the spine of my biography, letting me reach the stem of his life flow, holding him in the safety of her love. She knows the volume of his mystery as he laid his weariness in her lap. Lay here, my eternal sweetness, as the breeze of truth and desire instruct your heart with letters now more legible to the country of your soul. Excitement each time my thought opens her door and you fully enter with charm and dignity, stimulating my senses as I surrender will and soul to his voice. Holding me securely in every season with his love, I bloom lilacs four times per year and more. Let my heart sing new melodies as he strokes rhythms of complex that fit my rose and adorns my floating lilies. How I long to renew with him, plush and warm in our palatial harmony, void of confusion, enjoying sun, smiling escapades where time has no, no measure. Darling, let me layer your soul with the heat of my rising temperature. Massage my heavenly scent into your sturdy roots while cultivating your treasures. The sweet taste of your lips shivers my body in anticipation of your touch as he gently removes any obstruction between our divine connection. It feels like more than a special occasion when I'm with you. At our place of delight, my love, my truth, I desire our solitude so that we may engage deep into our midnight garden, encouraging drizzle and shower, energizing floral-producing mist. I so love the wet and dry of you. You're tough when when you handle me softly. Ah. Is it possible to love him as she does? Yes. That and more. The the arithmetic is calculated in the finds of sacred geometry, conceived giving entrance, that is, my sweet darling dignitary. Hold me with your paradise as I welcome your adoration, meeting in the combustion chamber of our sacred loyalty. I'm so blessed renewing this love hourly, daily, nightly to life. You're so deep in my structure. I smile as we cosmic connect, showing evidence of our beauty as it portals her art across our countenance. I experience greetings from our radiance, shining in the windows of our souls as I as it appears in regal demonstrations, pouring over the heightened breath of our steps. I love you. 
Do you hear the sounds in the chords of my symphony? They play in this precision only at your presence. I can hear and lovingly sway to the thousand drifts you release into the atmosphere for my delight. Take me high and then higher in love's level swing as the sun deliberately dances his warmth across our hands as if to seal their joining. I tell you, I desire the current of your scent like juniper in summer over my being, clinging to me like a membrane saturated with your DNA seeping into my pores. Each time I feel your depth speaking to my heart, I gather you close, slipping onto the mouth of the bridge, sliding at sliding us through the fourth dimension, far away from laboring interference. Take me, my love, for I live for those moments as we rock ever so sweetly in the love of our summer thrill and peace. Next artist. She took death hard. She took death hard. She gave up on living, though hoping for a miracle. She was praying for a blessing, seemed all her future plans washed out with the tide that rolled away. Though her realities were unstable, there were many who loved her sincerely. She was not certain yet of her choices, so she took her own death real hard. Though her baby's name was chosen in the third grade, her fate was established on the Friday that she was killed and raped. She never finished school, never birthed a child took her death real hard. Thoughts of her were still causing tears as her spirit was not calm. She could not lie peacefully in her burial plot, yet she could not leave this realm. Her work here was undone. And we cried if one mentioned her name. The lie that plucked their eagle's pitch caused responses that were high-strung. Reactions exposed on guilty sleeves. She left a list on earth unfinished. This caused her to take her own death real hard. She could not rest in her angry grave. She truly was dearly departed. Her rage enraged the gentle breeze till tornadoes and torrents of acid rain poured down, thus caused the hurricane. Wind spun round recklessly. Rain flooded earth and all the land. She met with other tormented souls. With each one, she and they did bond. Hate Lies and envy cause abominable acts of shame. When faith was lost and hope was scarce, Mother Nature took the blame. 
Nature's promises are now fulfilled. We, the passionate people, cried, Oh, God, are you still mighty? Oh, God, are you still there? Retribution has hit them with revenge. Now all the restless souls can rest and finally leave this wicked place. Peace be unto the praise givers. We, the living, are now grateful to be tendered with his mercy. We know that karma has been fulfilled. We ask a silent God to speak for us. We who have received such grievous injustice, God has sprung the violent streams and from the lives of deluge has claimed. Not only has the innocent died this time, but this time the guilty were also claimed. Those who have sold the wind have finally reached the whirlwind, and I find no joy in other sorrows, but I find relief in my restored belief, comforted that we were not alone, restoring faith, removing doubt that God still on the throne. Sudden death, tormented flesh, this time not controlled by wicked clones, we whom they called human debris were left floating during Katrina deliberately. Those with eyes unblinking, tortured human flesh of hue, and now they emphasize and emphasize as to why we take death so hard be it floods or quaking ground, or mothers with dead children floating, be it violence caused by poverty, gossip, jealousy, or envy, intuitively I now sense relief knowing that God is still in charge. Ashe, next point. Soul verse. Can I be transparent for a moment? My soul wants to hear her breathe. My lips want to speak life into her grief. Only can a visionary can captivate her missionary. Every time I think of your soul, my soul bursts. Erupting in the explosion. The years of mistrust and deceit cause corrosion. But your love feeds and eats away at all the deception. For a while, I threw away the key of conception, conceiving thoughts of an interception, controlling a desire of resurrection. Lately, my soul has been going through soul bursts, an outburst of enrichment, a lifelong journey of contentment, vividly caused by emotions of catastrophic excitement. The way those eyes meet mine causes me to supplement my behavior and alter my frame of mind and regimen. Only her with the physical touch can cure my ailment. When will she feel how my soul bursts? When I think of arithmetic, my one plus one equal eternity, and it is dynamic. Geometry and algebra cannot give me this rhythmic equation. No matter how many variables grab the math mic, perpendicular and linear equations cannot compare to a eupatomic. Simply put, cannot flow like an aquatic organism in fresh and living water. Simplistic, but only she can feel my soul bursts. Next artist.
so-called crown. When you find me, you'll find something positive all around me. You saw the man charismatic and laser angels out there in God. Thanks, Ollie. Now you already got me, Queen. Go ahead to the next order. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our cipher for tonight. Um, I want to thank everybody who got in on the mic and who did what they did. The poetry was dope. Um, the dialogue was dope. Uh, my first time back in the studio, so I was a little, uh, <laughs> I was multitasking a little bit, but yeah, I enjoyed myself. So I'm glad to be back uh, doing what I like to do. Check us out in two weeks. We have an awesome feature um, coming up. Um, be on the lookout. I'll be getting the word out. Um, let's network. Don't forget, on Sunday, there is an event called the Say That Promo Sunday, and it is your opportunity to promote yourself. Drop the links to your books, your CDs, all of your merchandise products, um, your upcoming events, whatever you got going on, um, so we can all network and grow together. That's how we uh, find out what everybody's got going on. So uh, don't forget, check out Wolf Hours tomorrow night for that poetry battle between Written in Pain and King's Cadence. Uh, should be a hot show. Um, we got a show coming up uh, Friday with Van Meadows on Epiphany Radio. Uh, Saturday, DSR as a show going on, so check them out. Sunday, oh, and also on Saturday, Poetry Palace with Miss T and Queen, shout out to her. And on Sunday, we'll be rocking with Epiphany Radio. Um, there's probably another couple of shows I'm missing, so charge that to my head and not to my heart. Um, y'all be easy, and we will see you in two weeks. He spoke, and his words lit up in my eyes like diamonds. It felt like a spark of life had been ignited, like I had walked in dark places all my life, and he turned on my light and saw it in my eyes as I twinkled brighter than the stars light up the darkest night. He stared into my eyes. As he watched me sigh on the inside, he spoke. Every
every word that came from his mouth lightly touched my body like a cool breeze in the summertime, you know, like kicked back with nice music and a glass of cold lemonade in the shade, of course. He relaxed me, and I, I wanted more. He spoke, and his smooth sounds of wisdom drowned out the surround sound of blissful ignorance, and I closed my eyes and listened. I listened to every word and phrase that cut through the haze of bullshit.
causing earthquakes and aftershocks from the wisdom he dropped. Shattering Richter scales and oh, he broke me down. And I knew, I knew I would lose my grip. But he steadied me and held me close. And he smiled as I trembled. And he stopped talking. And he kissed my soul so deeply. And I smiled as I tasted myself. He The first day I realized I was black, it was 2000. We had just learned about blacks for the first time in second grade at recess. All the white kids chased me into the wood chanting slave. My mother said I refused to come out for three hours. Said she thinks I was lost in the trees, but I just needed to be closer to my roots. As, As a, a woman, woman, having a boyfriend is a battle. If 70% of us are abused in a lifetime, what is the number of men doing it? The answer is not one man running faster than light to complete a mission, and that is what leaves me sick. The second day I realized I was black was in a gas station. I only had 25 cents, so I searched what to spend it on. The cashier floated from aisle to aisle. I fixed on my hands. That was, was the, the first, first time, time I realized skin, skin color was, was a crime. crime. My body has become calls to write legislation, calls for ass snacks in the back of a class. My body has demanded everything except respect. I've been asked, what makes you feel unsafe? And I struggle not to yell everything. everything. The third day I realized I was black was in an all-white cafeteria. I gathered my legs under me, made rockets on my feet, and approached a girl. She told me she was not into my type of guy. I felt the words shoot daggers into my melanin. I have never wanted to disappear so bad. As a woman, I've learned to answer to everything except my name. Little lady is not said to mean equal, but to make sure I remember my place. I battle between wanting to own my body and accepting there is a one in four chance. A man will lay claim to my skin, a plot of land for the taking. The last day I realized I was black was in an elevator in California. To the white woman that told me she knows what it feels like to be black because she grew up poor. I, I would tell, tell you to think, think before, before you speak, speak but, but your mind has got to be bacteria infected and any filter through that labyrinth of nothingness might be worse than no thought at all there's a group of women going around the room sharing their personal definition of feminism he is the only man in the room and all of a sudden the tone switches to destroying the patriarchy by annihilating all men do you know what it feels like to be black to pop lock your way in and out of hugs it is not a problem you want to sympathize but, but to, to tell me you, you know, know my pain, pain is to stab yourself in the leg because you saw me get shot we have two different wounds and looking at yours does nothing to heal mine never will i turn away an ally but when a man speaks on my behalf that only proves my point movements are driven by passion not by asserting yourself dominant by a world that already puts you there you, you speak, speak to no pain, pain. You, you only fathom because we told you it was there, there. You, you know, know nothing of silence until, until someone, someone who cannot know your pain tells you how to fix it every day is a crucifixion when there is no regards for lines I fight so my voice can be heard. I fight for the voices you silence all in the name of what is right. The, the problem, problem is, is you assume this struggle is attached to a social class. I am black and bold and beautiful by nature. Ain't no income that can change that. The problem with speaking up for each other is that everyone is left without, without a, a voice. voice.
I was born in 92. 90 babies to the death. May 19th to be exact. Same day as Malcolm X. Drooling on the bed. Had those struggles as a kid. Cause my mother was only 15. Laying in the bed. Baby said it's day by day. But I never knew their name. Tears flowing as a right. What I thought it would have right. Cigarette burned on my back. But nothing I could say. Feel day. Okay. Use me as Trey. Tell you about my life as a kid. Now I'm making moves. Cause I did. Started from the bottom. What it is. Never knew my dad. I never give a shit about a dude who ain't care about me. Why should I? I don't know. Do you understand the grief? Let me give you a brief description while I speak. Mom was on the porch. My dad walked by. She never got a high or a look in the eye. And my mom's had a problems too. Let me tell you about that. Chilling outside with my mom and my cousin. He picked up a brick. Never guessed who he would hit. But I would be the pick. And my moms, they say shit. But boys will be boys. But men should be men. So when my dad at again, I'm real emotional. I cry, I laugh, I tear up. But people don't understand while I'm fed up. I done been in that hospital under the knife more than twice. I couldn't even suffice. 76 days in a white gown, no ghost town, no outside touch. I'm feeling as if I'm locked down. Eight centuries in my lifetime. Stitched under that fine line. Drugged up with no white line. Cashed up but still grind time. Rhyme back in my mind. Her issues never gone. She left me for about five years. In deep thought and in deep tears. Wondering if she be back. Wondering if she think that. My kid, why did I leave that? Never mind, just forget that. <laughs> I mean... I just had to vent a little bit, tell you a little bit about my life, a little bit about the struggle, I can't give you the whole piece back, and I mean, I'd be here forever, just cut the light, and let the saxophone hit you, broken mirrors. Should I have to change and fold to the perception of what you think I should be when God created us differently? 
there's supposed to be some distance in between the characteristics of you and me. I was born to be different, unlike any other. And the seed of my black father was planted in the body of my white mother. I will never be any of one color. So why should I, on the inside, be made to feel like I'm some other? We shit the same, we piss the same, we all bleed one color. Man, you're my sister, you're my brother. I'm always gonna love you. And the black man will forever be the one I choose for my lover. I love to uncover the beauty of his thunder. It's no wonder why his black is beautiful, but yet so critical. Critically criticized by the demons who demonize the truth of a brown eye, the people in danger, violated by strangers, all for a small wager. And the anger that I possess inside stimulates my black pride. My people, let's rise. Hold our hands together, take a stand. Stand boldly to the ones who treated us coldly. Shatter their stony hearts. Go back to the beginning where the story starts. And our blood bleeds red, so don't you ever get it in your fucking head that charisma ever said black lives don't matter. My whole life this has been my battle. And this shit rattles my brain because everybody wants me to go insane. <laughs> Telling me to pick one. Your white side or your black side. And if I couldn't decide, then you label me confused just because my blood was infused. Man, fuck that. This is abuse. And even though I was introduced to my Caucasian family, they never embraced or embodied the beautiful black me. And motherfuckers try to tell me I get white privileges. No, no, the hell I don't. White folk ain't giving me a damn thing. Them fuckers treat me the same as you, 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 and you. Food stamps, Medicaid, no jobs, no loans. Having to change my voice tones. Use proper etiquette and language. Sound and look like who? So what the fuck am I to do? I get racism from all sides. Makes me feel I'm supposed to just roll over and die. But I'll be damned. I'ma stand strong with my head held high. I wasn't designed to quit. I was built to last. And the blast from my mouth is derived from my roots to the south. Being burst out of New Orleans makes my past so sad. The birth and pains that changed my mental. It was so instrumental to my mentality that perpetuated my reality. Hey, I've grown wise and gotten a bit older. So the words that I speak are very much bolder. I'm growing colder to the shoulders that screwed me over. I can see clearly they don't really feel me. Instead, they'd rather kill me. Suck my soul right up out of me. <laughs> but I laugh at that shit As if I was at the dentist and hell and gases with no cane on my lips Hilariously and hysterically funny Bitch, I ain't no snow bunny Don't call me Becky with the good hair Just because my skin is fair I won't conform to the blueprint that you imagine of me Don't get it twisted The African me is embedded in my DNA and my features Can't you see? Fuck you mean I must change to your bullshit concept of a fake ass me I won't fake fake Never had a poker face Sorry you never hooked me with that bait. Instead, I'll give glory to the most high powers that be for creating such a beautiful musical
black is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. Our black is beautiful. Fuck what society says. Who are they to tell us who we are and who we should be? Who are they but the jackers of our identity? So be you, because I'm going to be me. Even matter what color she is. Slow. 